You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast, episode 38. Danielle, Memorial Day just passed, and I'm not going to lie, I have summer on the brain. Well, summer on the brain is a little different for me. I'm in Las Vegas, so summer on the brain means like, okay, I'm not going to leave the house that much because it's really hot. <laughs> I love the heat. This is yet another way you and I are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> I The hotter, the better. I like when it's really hot outside. It was... Very hot here on Saturday, so I got to take the kids to the pool, which was awesome. But I will say the beauty of the weekend was I did not work or say the letters GDPR. I think I said them, and I'm going to tell you, okay, so Friday night, I had a dream that I was writing a privacy policy. Most boring dream ever. Saturday night, I had a dream that there was like a privacy policy emergency that like a client needed help and it was like chaotic. It was like an anxiety dream. By Sunday, I stopped having GDPR dreams and I felt like that was the ultimate sign that my attempts to relax during the weekend had worked. I I, I think we need to get down on here to analyze your dreams. <laughs> I've had, I've had, I've had work dreams. No question. I've never had a dream where I'm, I'm writing a privacy policy. I did have a trademark dream over the weekend <laughs> where I had it. I'm not kidding. I had a dream about having to tell a client who was using a trademark. This, there was no, it was like a faceless client. It wasn't a, a client we have, but I had to tell the client after I had told her she could use a name that she then couldn't use a name, which is like, that's very it's anxiety. An anxiety dream. Yeah. yeah. I did not have. I understand. I, I get it. I have those from time to time. I still have the locker combination dream. Do you ever have that one? Still have that occasionally. And I can't remember it. Yeah. Like I'm in some sort of situation where the only thing preventing me from getting out of whatever situation is to remember my high school locker combination <laughs> and it doesn't happen. Um, but all that said, yeah, the work dreams are, they're not my favorite, let's just say. So I was really happy to say goodnight, if you will, to the GDPR dreams. <laughs> Can I just tell you, it's so funny. I, I have a fascination with dreams. I love knowing about dreams, what they mean. I was just having a dream conversation with, he told me he had a dream that one of those dreams were like you, you're being chased and like, you can't yell or you can't move. And I have that dream all the time. 
And now what started off as a conversation about summer is now about dreams. <laughs> but you know what? I think it works because this interview is really a little bit about having a dream that you act on, right? Wow. That was one See of what the I best did stories ever. Uh-huh. It really was. I know. Our guest, I'm so excited about our guest. Mary Clavieris is actually an in real life friend of mine who I met because of business and she's become very close. She lives a few blocks away from me and she is awesome. She is going to be talking all about turning her side business into a full-time business and she was able to quit her nine to five and it's an awesome story. So let me tell you a little bit more about her before we get to the interview. Mary Clavieris is the founder of the Hoboken Mom Entrepreneurs Group, which I think I've talked about on this podcast before because it is an, an in real life networking group that I go to every month and it supports local women owned businesses. She made the jump from a full-time job in the pharmaceutical industry to running her own product-based business. Wait for it, Danielle. She sells postpartum mesh underwear, which any of our mom listeners will certainly have a very special appreciation for the genius behind this particular product. So smart. Oh, so when she told me that, I was like, you're brilliant. I will follow whatever you say. Connecting people is Mary's superpower. And in the days ahead, she is launching the Transitions Collective, which is going to be a platform for women entrepreneurs to find support and accountability, both online and offline. And I like how she meshes the two. So before we get to our interview, we're just going to take a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Hashtag Legal. Hashtag Legal is a full-service law firm specializing in influencer marketing, social media, and service professionals. We offer a wide range of services, contract review and drafting, trademark and copyright registration and monitoring, FTC advice and disclosures, and full site reviews, including drafting site terms and conditions and privacy policies. Check us out at www.hashtag-legal.com. I am so excited to be here today with my good friend. And when I say good friend, I mean actual in real life friend, which does not happen very often on the show. Um, we're here today with Mary Clavier. Mary, did I did I do it? Did I say it right? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Mary has this beautiful French accent that my New Jersey accent always destroys. So I practiced. Um, <laughs> I am very excited to have Mary on today because, like I said, she is a local in real life friend to me because she runs an incredibly successful local networking group um, for entrepreneurs uh, in my hometown and the surrounding areas. And Mary has been instrumental in bringing all of these amazing women together uh, on a monthly basis. She runs events. And I'm going, I wanted to have her on to talk about how she transitioned from a full-time job to now working on her own and to talk about this really cool work that she does. So welcome to the show, Mary. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks. I'm really happy to be here. We're excited. And Mary's a listener. <laughs> I am. I'm a huge fan. Yay, I love it. So Mary, tell us a little bit about your background. I was in the pharmaceutical industry for about 14 years working in manufacturing. And I just recently left my corporate job. I'm about three, three, four weeks into it. So Yay. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So during that time, last year, I started a business 
selling post- postpartum mesh underwear. Yes, it's funny, right? It's That's the sort of best. <laughs> it's so brilliant for anybody who's listening that has had a child and knows what this underwear is. Nobody sold it. And Mary figured it out. It's genius. I but. did. Yeah. So so since last year, since July of last year, I started selling them on Amazon, Brief Transitions. It's it's grown incredibly, 1900% since I started, which just seems crazy. So that was, you know, helped me now to, to leave my full-time job. I also started the Hoboken Mom Entrepreneurs Group, which is a local group to me, as you know. I mean, you've been in it since basically the beginning, um, which is amazing. And we meet monthly and and kind of just network and talk to each other. And now I have events with curated content so that I can just bring more information to other women that are, we're all going through the same thing, right? The same struggles, being a mom and an entrepreneur and juggling the crazy life. Um, I found it as a really good way for me to to kind of keep myself moving forward and then love building the community and meeting people. To me, this group is a testament to when you hit on a nerve and you find a need. Both of your businesses actually were that, both brief transitions where you noticed something that was missing and the same with this group. And it's so interesting to me how you've taken two totally different businesses. One is sort of a product-based business sold online while the other is this service business, essentially. And we'll talk a little bit more about what that group is turning into and what some of the other consulting work it is that you're doing. But it really is true when you are not only have a great idea, you're right place at the right time, and then you really executed it. Um, mm-hmm. So what was the inspiration behind starting up HMEG? Well, I really, for my for myself, like I said, starting, I said, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna start this on, on Amazon. And I just want to know other people that are, I want to meet other people that are going through the same things that I'm going through, right? Being a mom. At the time, I had my full-time job too. So are there other women out there juggling a full-time job plus a side business. Yes, there are. There are a lot of them. <laughs> and um, and I just wanted to connect with more people. So I really, I just said, hey, does anyone want to get together and, and meet up? And I had about 11, 12 women at the first meetup. And now we're, we're almost 200 members. And I just, I love meeting new people and connecting and and hearing about their businesses and helping each other. It's a huge passion of mine. Connecting is your superpower. That is for sure, Mary. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) If you can believe it, I did not know that about myself until like very recently. I just never even really thought about it. That's so funny. I I love it how you took your need and turned that into something. (laughs) (laughs) I need some support. And I think there's something to be said about that. So this is the question that is on so many people's minds, particularly that subset of people who may have that side gig, but still work in the full time. How did you know when your business would turn into something that you could sustain full time? Well, I'd say the the voices in my head got stronger and stronger. <laughs> that was one thing. It took it did take a while, you know. I I had to really think about, you know, what I was doing, I, obviously the financials and and evaluating all of that, but my as my day job got more complicated, I would say, I was just I was having to travel a lot. I was traveling almost every week first quarter of this year and I finally just said I think it's I'm I'm really close I think I'm really close and I'm going to have to do it soon I'm going to have to leave and just making sure obviously that I was that I was set up and that I could jump with a parachute as I like to say <laughs> um <laughs> so it's there is still some thinking behind it and some logic and reasoning but um I finally said you know I was going to have to go on another trip and I said okay I really need to 
to sit down and evaluate. And to be honest, I kept pushing the date out in my head. I said, okay, maybe now's the time. Then I pushed it out again. Maybe now's the time. Eventually, I mean, I just had to, I had to think about my own self-confidence. And and one of my friends even asked me, you know, our good friend, mutual friend, Cassie, <laughs> she said, hey, why, why <laughs> leave it to Cassie, right? She really helped me. Hey, Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> She um she said why are, why are you pushing it out again why are you pushing out the date and I when I thought about it and I think I was just hanging on to a fear and I said okay now it's now it's the time you know self confidence is a whole other thing with pushing to do those right courageous courageous things so so it kind of it kind of all came into place at the same time the growing business and and knowing that things are getting more stressful at my job and the timing just all felt together. Um, we talk about that mindset stuff all the time here. So I totally understand that sort of just jumping in at a certain point, you're either going to do it or you're not. But how did you prepare to make the change? Because I, I know you, Mary, and yeah. <laughs> uh, you are a project manager by training. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I know you're also, uh, you're, you and Danielle are very similar in that way. You're a planner and you really think things through. So how did you prepare for this? It's a huge transition. It took a lot. It took a lot of, you know, getting organized. I think setting up my business from the beginning the right way and I used a business coach. I'll give another shout out, Shay. She's amazing. Um, <laughs> she um, she really helped me to and like ingrained in me from the beginning. You know, know your numbers, know what you're doing, and and all of that. Why you're doing it. So I started off very organized and and tracking. You know, tracking the progress of my business as I went. So that really helped to be able to see when it was time. Like, okay, what are my you know, I do my numbers each month um, how, for the product business, especially, you know, how much did I sell? How much did I spend and, and everything else and kind of put the plan from there. And then what would I need to to be able to leave my job and, and be comfortable? That's amazing. So I know you're doing a couple of different things, which I, I really love that you have sort of multiple streams of income, which I think can make somebody feel a little bit easier. So we've talked about your Amazon business, which really is growing and moving and sort of you've been running that for some time. Mm -hmm. We've talked about your group, which I know that you're in the process of working through, but are you doing anything else? Any other income streams? Yes, I, I, I forgot to mention earlier, but I am I have a couple of other things because it's, it's not enough to do too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I have like 17 businesses. So you're <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're preaching to the choir. I'm like, yeah, I'll find more time. Yeah, it's there somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm I'm actually working now. I'll be launching in a couple of weeks the Transitions Collective, and that's going to be a, a platform for women entrepreneurs. Uh, again, around building community, but then also, you know, helping women through that space and that transition from, you know, thinking about leaving a corporate job to actually leaving it um, and to growing and scaling, you know, anything in between. Well, I'll run accountability groups out of there. My first one is launching next week, actually, and um, and yeah, I'm hoping to to really help women with this phase in their life because it's it's a pretty complicated time, you know. It's so it's, needed. And then I'm also tying into that, I'm also working on a certification right now um, to help. It's a, a thinking tool and instrument, which, you know, you and Danielle have been have been kind enough to to take and let me be you were my guinea pigs. Um, it was so fun. It's, <laughs> it's um, the Herman Brain Diversity Index. So I'm getting a certification in that. And I'm, I'm hoping to use that to be able to help, you know, women entrepreneurs and, and others with understanding where their thinking preferences are and how they how they prefer to to act and 
what space they're comfortable in for working on their business, and then really leveraging that and see how they can use it across teams or communicating with with others um, that they work with. So it's a really interesting, really interesting tool. I really love it. It was so fun because Danielle, you you're both you both are you already talked with both Danielle and I, and you're going to be talking with us about our team as well. And it was really interesting because I feel like it sort of solidified what Danielle and I knew about each other, the things that we were both good at that the other may not be. But it also helped us understand what we both excelled at and why we both enjoyed doing those types of tasks. Um, And I think it's going to be really helpful with the staff, too, to help us, like you had said, motivate them, the best way to give somebody a task, the best way to oversee somebody, to empower them to do their best, which is something as, you know, I I haven't had someone working for me in a really long time. So I'm a little rusty on that. You know, as an entrepreneur, sometimes you're just kind of in your own bubble. But when it gets big enough and you're working with someone, you need to make sure that they are as excited as you. Um, so I'm, I think that's going to be really cool. Exactly. One thing that I find so interesting about all of these different businesses, which sort of kind of come together, um, and I love the common theme throughout them, is you keep this engagement both online and with people in person. It's one thing to get an active Facebook group, which we have for sure. And I love that. But you get people to come out. <laughs> you get people to get babysitters. You get you really do. We will I will not miss a meeting unless I'm out of town. I will not miss a meeting. And I actually get really upset if uh, the monthly meeting posts and I'm traveling. <laughs> I messaged you. I'm like, I can't be there. It means something so much to me to go every month. And so uh, how do you keep our engagement so high, both online and in person, cut through all that noise? It, it is a lot of work, but it's work that I love. And again, with the building community part that I, it doesn't feel like work to me, right? So I, I love connecting with people and, and talking with them. So I, I do speak with women offline because I like the one-on-one interaction, you know, hey, what are you up to? How are things going? Um, and then and then also the online. And I love just helping to connect women like, oh, you have this type of business? Well, I mean, Jamie, you know, I refer you all the time because I'm like, <laughs> Jamie's my lawyer. She's amazing. If you need a lawyer, you need to talk to her. So I, I like doing that and helping women like when they have questions about what they're doing, how they're setting themselves up. In terms of the, the engagement, I, I do a lot with asking and I try to understand what everybody wants, like ask questions and, and listen and kind of respond to that. So um, when they were looking for more content, that's how I decided to do the first uh, event. I sent out a, a questionnaire and asked for, you know, comments or understanding what people are interested in and I'm using that to kind of help also move things along. So I, I think it's a mix of working with people, just love loving to connect with them. I, I hope or I like to think that that comes across. Oh, it um, does. It's very <laughs> genuine. <laughs> and then and then also listening to see what what they need and, and how I can help with that. We have I've, women. We have women in that group in all facets of entrepreneurship. We have people who come who haven't even started their business. And we have women who run incredibly successful ongoing businesses that are, they are forces in their industry. Um, and it's very cool to see everybody interact. 
uh, and help each other. Yeah, I love the the range. I mean, there's women that are just starting out, you know, getting ready to launch and they're working on all the setup. Okay, I'm I have this and this and this, but I haven't set, set up my LLC or, you know, something like that. And then you have the ones I mean, like you and, and others that are really far along and and powerhouses in their business. I, I love all of it. I love talking to everyone. <laughs> And all different businesses, which is fun. But So many different businesses. Yeah. Yes. No, I really do think the secret to it, like what you described, is all the data gathering that you do. You do a ton of market research. Um, and I think we get sometimes a little bit lost in asking what our audience actually wants. <laughs> For those of us that are service professionals is understanding and knowing. And I think you have an innate understanding of what the women in that group uh, need and want, which is really cool. And I'm very excited to watch Transitions Collective. I think it's going to be such a cool thing to unfold and very much needed because I think you had said that there's going to be both online and in-person components, which I love. I find the mix is really helpful. People, I mean, everyone's online in terms of convenience. Obviously, things are always online, but we're a little bit missing in that in-person, like the real connections. So I hope to kind of bring both of those things together, you know, as much as I can. It's so true. The masterminds that I've done, they have really gelled when we've met. It just makes all the difference in the world for um, even if you meet once. So Mm -hmm. uh, Danielle and I are currently a part of one. And it was so changing for us when we last year when we went on a little mini retreat to do some business planning and to meet some of the other people in that group, it changed everything. They went from being women who I respected and thought highly of to women I consider not only to be colleagues, but to also be friends. And there's something that changes. I have a monthly coffee date with one of them who lives in Canada and she and I hop on Zoom or Skype once a month just to check in. And there's something so nice about it. Um, And I don't know that we would have done that had we not met in person. Exactly. And I think I think that's another big component of the of Hoboken Mom Entrepreneurs Group. Moms, you know, how how often do we get a night out? Right? <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> so to be able to get out and socialize with other people that know exactly what we're going through, um, the, the in person component I think is really important. I totally I love it. It is it's it it is really one of my favorite nights of the month to go out. The women are just so Mine too. cool. Yeah. So what advice would you give to anyone listening who's looking to turn their side business into full time? That's like, that's like it, right? You've arrived. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's wow. It seems it still seems crazy. I think there's there's a few different things. Uh, and, you know, the, the planner in me comes comes through in some of this too. But I think obviously the one of the first things is to know your why. You hear that a lot from people, but it it really makes a difference. You know, why are you doing what you're doing, and do you really love it? Because you will have a lot of self doubt <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> a lot of you know things going through your through your mind, and you really need to be able to to cut through that. I mean, working a full time job and building a side business, you're working nights, you're working weekends you know, and you, you have to be really dedicated and really motivated and want to do it. Another important thing is don't quit your day job in haste ever, (laughs) (laughs) ever, ever. (laughs) Just don't do it. Um, you know, it took me, it took me a year to quit. So it might take someone else, I don't know, two years, three years, you, you know, you just never know, but have a, have a plan and 
work with that plan and know, you know, from the financials. And if you have trouble with the financials, you know, have someone help you, you know, reach out. But you, you have to have that too. You have to have a strong case. Again, jumping, but with a parachute to have a plan of what you're doing. I, I think that's that really, you know, makes a big difference when you when you have that set out. And of course, the community aspect, which we've talked about already, but reaching out and connecting with others to know what they're going through. I mean, it's changed my life. It's changed my business. So I couldn't recommend that enough while you're going through all this. That is fantastic advice. I love it. So good. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. You're not off the hook, though. Okay. You answered our questions amazing. But we have our rapid fire questions. Oh, right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Coffee or tea? <laughs> Iced tea. Iced tea. And the iced, yeah. That might be our first iced tea. Really? Unsweetened iced tea. I love it. Oh, that's my, I love unsweetened iced tea. (laughs) I can't do that sweet tea. Although that is our producer Don's favorite thing. And anytime we travel (laughs) and we're in the South, he always gets that and I I don't understand it. Sorry, Don. Not a big fan, but I like the unsweetened. Unsweetened. What is your favorite book? Business, uh, fun, Maybe some people business books are fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they are. Well, I okay. I can I give two yes. rapid fire. But um, non business, I really love the Time Traveler's Wife. I just oh, that's a good book. Love that book. And then um, business, I probably think and grow rich. I mean, at least because that's you know on my mind. But yep, I love both of those. Well, what was the first thing you did to celebrate success in your business? Interesting. I. I just did this recently. I have to say it's the first time I can remember because I was inspired by you and Danielle. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I had a big milestone uh, earlier this week and I went and bought myself makeup. Yes. <laughs> did you go to the new Sephora? I did. Oh, that is <laughs> a celebration. I'm just going to look. And then it's like, oh, no, I, I have to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. That is an ex. Danielle is going to love that Sephora <laughs> Is something that did, it is literally both of our happy places. Do you, you have go. a word for the year? I do. Um, courage. And I have a matching bracelet now too for it. You got a Lisa Lehman bracelet, From, didn't you? I did. Yeah, and Lisa. it's amazing. <laughs> Her bracelets are fantastic. Apple or PC? Apple. Oh, yes. Everything everything Apple everything. in my house. Yeah. All right. Now tell everyone <laughs> where they can find you. So I'm on brieftransitions.com. If you want to see the undies <laughs> and the transitions collective.com will be available shortly. So that'll be up and running. And my, my email for anyone that wants, has any kind of questions, Mary at Mary Awesome. And we'll have all of those links in the show notes. Mary, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Jamie. I'm so excited and, and it was an honor to be here with you. So thank you. Jamie, I'm going to take a minute and just admit I'm kind of jealous because number one, I want to be a part of that group. And number two, Mary is so cool. I really wish she was my neighbor too. I mean, you too, but really Mary's awesome. (laughs) I know. She's so great. You can be an honorary member of the group. And the next time you come to New Jersey, we'll have to introduce you guys. Awesome. She's very, very, very cool. So yeah, we would, we want to hear all about everybody's summer plans though. I feel like we started off this podcast talking all about the summer. It then turned into our insane dreams. So we're just going (laughs) to gloss over that and go back to the beauty of summer because it's a hot, it's like 85 degrees here today and it's gorgeous. And I really want to be by a pool. So I want to hear what everybody's doing this summer. And you could tell us all about that in the HQ. If you're not a member, you can visit businessease.com slash HQ. And if you need show notes for this episode, you can go to businessease.com slash episode 38. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.